Hey there, and welcome to You Talk. We connect with extraordinary people across Canada and ask them about their stories, passions, and experiences. I'm your host, Ryan Funk. If you're feeling defeated, down, or frustrated with this ongoing pandemic, you're not the only one. It's easy to feel disconnected when you're stuck in your place and can't get out there and do things you enjoy. A great way to find some connection is through volunteering. Even through the pandemic, there are opportunities for you to give back to your community and find those connections. For individuals 18 to 29 here in Manitoba, there's a new opportunity through Volunteer Manitoba to make a difference. I'm Camila Elgiata with Volunteer Manitoba. I've been with VM for about four years now, um, which, uh, which has been a really, really amazing journey. Um, but I'm the training and development manager. So I work on providing training to the nonprofit sector and working with nonprofits. Um, and so this program coincides with that, but specifically for youth, and we'll go into that in a moment. And so I'll let Gloria now uh, introduce herself. Hi, I'm Gloria McCaffrey-Dovo, and I'm the Community Relations Coordinator with Volunteer Manitoba. So I started off just like this year, so I'm kind of like getting to the vibe and the groove. So I, <laughs> and I basically run the youth programming for Volunteer Manitoba, so I'm going to talk about this program, and it's exciting. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. What is uh, Volunteer Manitoba? I know you uh, mentioned a little bit about what your position and uh, Gloria, you mentioned what yours uh, in, uh, encompasses. Yeah, that's a really good question. So Volunteer Manitoba is Manitoba's only volunteer center. Uh, we have been here for about 40 years. And what we do as a volunteer center is we're there to support individuals in helping them find places to volunteer, helping them get connected with their community. Uh, we also help nonprofits in recruiting those volunteers and helping them um, make sure that their volunteer programs are strong. And then that last piece is that general capacity building. Where, where can we support the sector, the nonprofit sector, um, and, and promoting volunteerism through that? So that's really what Volunteer Manitoba Volunteering is, is just so much fun. Uh, with my time just uh, putting our show on you know, University of Manitoba's radio station, been so great uh, as well as when I was back in Winkler I volunteered at the um, Canadian uh, oh, CFD, uh, Canadian Fossil Discovery Center that's what it's called yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like oh no I forgot the name of it <laughs> well sometimes we just say acronyms and I'm like what's, wait, 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 what does acronym stand for <laughs> it, it's so important uh, for both of you what what attracted you to want to work at Volunteer Manitoba Whoa, really good question yeah yeah um, so like, what you were just mentioning, like volunteerism is the cornerstone of what all of us do. It's how we feel like we're connected to our community. It's how we are able to address community issues, but also make friends and feel like you're a part of something. And so for me, volunteerism has played a huge part in my life in, in finding lifelong friends. Um, it's helped me figure out what my career path is. It's, it's really made me feel part of it's a part of who I am. And so when I saw that Volunteer Manitoba was looking for someone four years ago, I said, this is exactly what I need to be doing because I, I embody what volunteerism is. I, I love what I love what I'm able to do in my community through volunteering. So it was an easy it was an easy choice for me. 
kind of like part of my being as well, like wanted to give back to my community. And also I know people in my community who are not really privileged. So trying to help out, like that's one of the key things that growing up, my parents have even instilled in me. So when I also saw the position, I was like, well, this is really interesting. And I like the fact that I'm going to be working with youth, like people myself. So I get to play the role of a youth and also get to play the role of someone who was bringing the program to youth. So it's kind of multifaceted for me. And I've also experienced like amazing things through volunteerism. So for instance, me coming to University of Winnipeg, because I volunteered, I got some of my tuition cut off. So like, it just <laughs> makes sense to me that this is something that, um, even though we are not doing it for recognition, mm-hmm. it makes me feel confident in myself personally as well. So yeah. Maybe that's why I joined. Yeah. And it's been great. Yeah. Just to say that. It's been great. Yeah. Not only are you just like volunteering, you, you're dipping your toes in the water trying to get a feel for it. Like, yeah, there are benefits uh, to it bef- more than just those kind of warm, yeah. fuzzy feelings for uh, <laughs> helping out. <laughs> that's true. That is very true. So speaking of youth, um, the new Youth Innovator Program. What is a youth innovator? A community youth innovator is someone that has a community project that they want to get kickstarted. So our program is really looking for youth that are ages 18 to 29 that have a unique or it doesn't even have to be unique. It has to be a community project that's addressing a community issue here in Manitoba. So If you have an idea and you don't know where to start, this is the program for you. Because what you do or what our program is about is taking that innovation, taking those innovative ideas and helping them actually happen. So we provide the training, we provide the support, and then we also provide some funding for you to actually do this project. So an innovator is someone that has or a community innovator is someone that has an idea. That's really an idea to address a community issue through volunteerism. That's the whole idea, trying to bridge the gap between um, a need in the community and then their innovative ideas. And also a youth has to align with a community organization or a mentor to be able to do that. And successful groups uh, will be provided with training to equip them for the project. So we don't just throw them into the community, but (laughs) equip them to be able to do it um, very well. And yeah, basically people who, the passion has to be there and then we continue from there. So basically that's who a youth innovator is. Like Gloria said, we're kind of like a little incubator. We're going to take you and we're going to connect you with community members. We're going to give you the training and we're going to get you to to actually do that community project. Very similar to the idea of what Northforge does in terms of like technology startups. Exactly, but it's a nonprofit one. That's super cool. Like we're we're helping you you do like a little project, but in a volunteer sense. (laughs) Maybe spitballing some ideas. Uh, Let me know if this would kind of encompass in that area, maybe starting up a, um, a a local like um, community garden for growing food in your community or at your uh, college or university, maybe um, book drives or things like that for supporting a, a shelter or something, or maybe even creating a like single curling rink and then tra- uh, training people about curling. Yeah. So stuff like that. Exactly, exactly. You got it. Um, so it's, <laughs> it's really like figuring out and... You know, 
Um, sometimes when we think of volunteerism, especially being a part of the youth program, Gloria and I experience this often, is sometimes as youth, we want to change the world. And we want to, we want to, we want to do everything, right? And sometimes we just need to look within our own community, because if all of us do a little portion of that, like do a, a food drive for a food bank, that makes a huge difference, right? That's changing the world one step at a time. So thinking of those, you know, um, smaller projects, um, the ones that you can do in your own backyard, those are the ones that make a, a huge impact. Boots on the ground, getting your kind of feelers out in the community, volunteering can really help you find out, you know, what's needed, what's important. I had a conversation with uh, North Point Douglas Women's Center the other day, and most of their programming comes directly from the community and community feedback. Exactly. And so if you're a youth and you're trying to figure out, okay, what kind of project can I do? Think of a, think of a nonprofit that might be doing similar work that you're passionate about. So let's say you are really passionate about climate change. You can take a look and see what other organizations are doing that are directly involved in climate change activism. See what kind of programming they're doing. Because like you were mentioning, Point Douglas Women's Resource Center is doing programming specifically for the community by the community, right? The community is telling them what kind of programming is needed. And so if you're trying to figure out what kind of project that you want to work on, looking at nonprofits and seeing what kind of projects they're doing might be able to spark that idea or expand on a program that they already are doing it is a really good way to see how you can help the community. Possibilities for this are endless. How did this all come to be? Why did Volunteer Manitoba want to create a project like this? So in 2019, uh, we decided to really focus in on youth programs that exist and how are we engaging youth. And so we surveyed the entire um, nonprofit sector that's doing youth programming in Manitoba. And we realized junior high and high school youth are really well equipped. There's lots and lots of programming for, for that age group. What we noticed is 18 to 29 year olds, because a youth is, is classified as 15 to 29. So what we noticed is that 18 to 29 range, there wasn't that, that many programming available for that age range. And we wanted to see where can we fill that gap to say, you know, volunteerism doesn't just happen in high school and when you, you know, you're retired, but it happens in the in-between and we wanna be able to facilitate that. And this program, is a really good way to be able to facilitate that that programming that encourages volunteerism that gets people involved and in their community and, and can actually make a difference um, in their community. Um, yeah, I think between 18 to 29, some people are out of school and all of that. So they end up getting lost in the cracks. So this program is to help people who are probably not in school as well. So it doesn't matter where you are in life, like you could totally apply for this program. And yeah, it works out perfectly. Yeah, so the first step is to think of a community project. Uh, we are requiring group uh, for groups to apply. Like if you have a, uh, an idea, we're, we're looking for groups to three to six people. So you want to find other friends or colleagues that might be able to come together to, to put together this project. So that first part is thinking of an idea, putting a group of people together and filling out an application form. So the application form goes over what is this community project? 
what what issue are you addressing by doing this community project? And I know Gloria mentioned this before, but we're really looking for community projects that are working with an organization because that's going to help that foster that um, connection, um, mentorship, and being really in tune with what the community wants and needs. And I love that you gave that example earlier because that's really what we're looking for is that you're going to connect with a community organization that's doing that work. So that's, that's step one. Um, after we receive all the applications, we're going to choose um, five to six groups. If you get accepted, you are going to take part in two days of an extensive training to make sure that you have all the skills to be able to actually do this project. And then we're going to give you the funding to execute the project. And then so you'll have all summer, this summer that's coming up, uh, to execute your project. So that, that encompasses, that's, that's the program. It's a four-month program. Um, it's really good for university students that uh, will be finishing up school or um, won't be taking any summer classes if you want something to fill in that time. Um, or people that are, you don't have to be in university. It could be anyone that wants to take their volunteerism, I think, to the next level. And I think for a group, say you want to form a group, you should probably also have in mind just so someone could be a team lead, like that kind of thing, and then you apply. So as Camila said, you really need an organization. So I think now there's time. Our deadline is for January 31st, so 2022. So there is time so you could try and connect with organizations and also connect with your friends or neighbors, people in your community who you think are passionate about similar things and then you come together and yeah three to six people in each group and who knows she could be the next um successful candidate or group yeah, yeah. that's it's a teamwork or team effort so bring it on guys <laughs> <laughs> how many slots are, are available for this funding yeah, so we're depending on the scope of projects, we're really hoping to accept five to six groups uh, into this program. There is a finite amount of groups. It doesn't mean that everyone applies gets in, but uh, we're really hoping that um, the projects that come in are really, you know, encompassing of what we're looking for, which is to address community issues. Yeah, so make make sure people uh, people make sure to reach out, yeah. bring your ideas, exactly. and I mean, e even if you don't, uh, if they don't, um, you know, get approved for this, that doesn't mean you have to stop your, the work in the community. Yeah. You can still uh, find other ways, and we can help support with that. And I think you know, us as a volunteer center is a really good place to start. So I know Gloria was mentioning you do have to find a nonprofit, and you do have some time to find that nonprofit but you can always reach out to us to help you connect with the community. So even if you don't get accepted into the program or you're kind of like, ah, I have this idea, but where do I start? Come to us. We can connect you with that nonprofit. We can get your project kickstarted um, yeah. in, in many different ways. Plus it's a good way to just get your foot in the door, me meeting with you, yeah. meeting these other groups, like get connected to the community. We can feel so disconnected right now yeah. during this period of yeah. time. And of course there's restrictions and things, that, rules we have to follow to keep each other safe. Yeah. But meeting those people who have the boots in the ground, they're just, their fingers within the community, yeah. their roots out there. It, there's nothing better than just feeling that sense of pride in here. And like the more time I spent with Win in Winnipeg, the more time I've met with various nonprofits and organizations Winnipeg is a really special place. Yeah. yeah. 
It really is. It really is. There's a, I've been uh, working at Volunteer Manitoba for four years. And every time I think I know the sector really well, I, I really don't. There's always new nonprofits that come up and I'm like, what? That happens in our city? That's amazing that there's volunteers doing that work. And I work at a volunteer center and I'm always surprised, right? Like there's some amazing work that's happening here in, in our city and in our province that volunteers do. Yeah. Yesterday, I found out about a totally new organization. I was like, wow, like this really exists. And it's really a good like effort by everyone in the community. So yeah, everyone is doing well, if, considering the difficult times in which we are, everyone is really putting their best foot forward. And Sometimes it can be hard to get legislation to you know fill some of these cracks mm -hmm. uh, throughout society. Yeah. So it's really cool seeing people coming together and be like, all right, let's let's solve this problem together. Yeah, that's what nonprofits do. And that's what volunteers really do. They're addressing those issues. Where can people go to find out more information uh, about this program? So people could visit our website, which is www.volunteermanitoba.ca altogether. And then in case you have any further questions, you could just call us or even email us. So our phone number is 204-477-5180. And the number again is 204-477-5180. And if you have any questions, just reach out to us and then we'll try and answer your questions. So we have um, all the information on our website. And also we are really looking forward to youth um, or teams applying as soon as possible because our deadline is 31st of January and we're going for the holidays. So January could come very fast. So please put in your applications as soon as possible. I'm really excited to see what can grow and develop from this and what sort of really creative ideas the uh, youth have for the, uh, the community. Yeah. We'll have to follow up with you in the next couple of months. Maybe we'll do like a part two, see what the projects up, up. actually are. <laughs> Yeah, and maybe even get some of the uh, the volunteers and uh, the people on here as well. Just have a nice, fun group conference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be fun. That would be fun. That's great. Remember, the deadline is January 31st, and you need to be working with a not-for-profit. If you have any stories you'd like us to share or communities we should highlight, leave a comment on our social media or reach out to us on our website. I'm Ryan Funk. This was You Talk, and have yourself a good one.